0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, good morning. With your permission, I would like to do a piece from Sifse Sei Chaim, uh, the mashgiach of the Ponovich Yeshiva. By Friedlander was a Talmud of uh, by this. We've used uh, some of his pieces before. I would also like to use this as a piece, giving us a uh, again a, a bit of an understanding of the three the the. Yemei HaMitzorim that we're in. So uh, he starts out like this. It says, may Bein These days of Bein HaMitzorim. Yemei Avelus Heima. These are days of mourning. dargos <coughs> Like we've mentioned before, there are different stages in this Avelus. Hecheel Zain zayin Tammuz, Starting from the 17th day of Tammuz becoming more severe from Rosh Chodesh Av. Again, for those who are Ashkenazim, we no longer, as of tomorrow night, we no longer take hot showers, we no longer freshly laundered clothing, uh, we don't eat meat, things of that nature. So that's what's happening on Rosh Chodesh Av. And then you have the Tishas Hayamim, those the nine days. And becoming more severe, certainly by the Minig Svaradim, where the, the, those, those restrictions become applicable during the week of Tisha Bav. Erev Tisha where you have the Surah Absekes, and Tishabov itself, where we don't wear tefillin, et cetera. We are, it's as if we're mourning right there and then. He says, during this period of time, it's very possible that it will be, that will be stolen our hearts, hargasha, the feeling, mi would it only be, veyavru kfar In other words, uh, Chas for Shalom, but we shouldn't be looking forward to Shabbos Nachamu, meaning that uh, now let's skip all this and let's just get to Shabbos Nachamu already. And, you know, I wish this would all pass by. That's not what we're looking for. In other words, as we'll see over here, and as each, each time during the year is a period for us to grow from and to, to come away with an understanding. We don't want to skip over periods because then we'll be lacking. Ulam he said that, that that's a, an incorrect way of looking at things. Just let's get it let's get it over with. Ulam hamabat she Torah, whereas the perspective of someone who's a Torah Jew, roa b'kol manim, he sees in all times during the year, or right, periods in his life, b'kol Bukoli things that come up to him. Koach medarban lavodas Hashem. It's a way that an opportunity to serve Hashem, if he'll put his mind to it, to put to go a little deep into it, to look into the inner understandings, the inner mechanics of what's happening over here, not just looking at at the period, just on a superficial way. As we see in every period, of the opportunities, Tafkid of its Obligations And, and the impact they can have So too It's just as applicable During these days of Yemei HaMitzarim Hashem is Giving us Opportunities Each person Can be uplifted And to sense Within himself as inyan al this feeling of a mourning over Yerushalayim, each person can become sensitized to that. Whereas during the rest of the period of the year, as as we say uh, during the Yom also. Lord, it's not that those ten days are the only days out of the year that a Jew can do tshuva. A Jew can do tshuva. Three hundred and sixty-five days out of the year, just that during those days of the year, it's more accessible. The capabilities of being able to do it are more out there. As it says, you know, Hashem is there, closer would, to
1: giving. How, how, up. how would you compare? How would you compare? You know, kind of a veil, which which is a you know kind of a reflection to to tshuva. Right, so to me, tshuva. No, what what I'm trying to point like, out... How are you, is, you distinguishing the two? Well,
0: well no, I'm, I'm trying to point out over here that just just, just like during the assertion made chuva, those are unique opportunities for people to do chuva, even though during the rest of the year, you can do it as well. So to over here, he's pointing out that the sensitivity over the Avelis of Yerushalayim, a person can have that all during the year where we're living with an Avelis of Yerushalayim. But it's right. during this, per- this period specifically where, where everyone has an opportunity to be able to develop that sensitivity more easily than it would be during the rest of the year. That's what he's trying to find. in other words, ah. We're in a veil of your free i all year. You know and, when, um, and, and
1: so too, we should be ch- doing chuva all year round, but I seriously make sure okay, I get it. That's the idea over here only
0: but he says, you know, during the rest of the year, Yahidi individuals, those who really work at it hard, they they'll appreciate that sensitivity over the loss. But now during the three weeks it's more accessible for all of us. And we talk the and because Chazal obligated us during these days, I'll call Sabel al Yushalayim, that we all need to feel the loss of Yushalayim. Mashma it's understood here. An idea which we mentioned yesterday, and we mentioned many times. If there's there's an obligation that's put upon someone, or an expectation that is put upon someone, that means it's well within the person's capabilities. And you shouldn't say, well, I can't do it. Well, if if you wouldn't be able to do it, then you you wouldn't be responsible for it. So if there is a responsibility, that means there is a capability, and you just need to work at it. So now he starts in over here, starting to describe ma'ovel. What what does it mean when someone is in an is in Avelis? He says adem avel, a person mourns almasa chaserlo, that which is is missing to him. But comment to the extent ha hachisaron to the extent. To whatever extent the loss is magnified in the person's mind, but also meter to that extent gamahavel gadol yoter. In other words, the avelus, the mourning that one has, is a direct reflection of the sense of the feeling of the loss. The the greater the loss, the greater the mourning. The the less sensitive, the less feeling of a loss, the less mourning. Avelis al Yerushalayim, the mourning that we have over the loss of Yerushalayim. Hainu, that is, it's missing. We don't have Yerushalayim. Now Obviously, we have buildings, we have a lot of things, but the Yerushalayim that we're talking about over here, we don't have. And that's something that uh, we have to, you know, we tend to uh, fudge over that a little bit. In other words, Yerushalayim uh, is being built. You have hundreds of thousands of Jews living there, which is an unbelievable miracle in and of itself. There are many, many things that we do have. But um, we shouldn't confuse and think that we have the, uh, you know, this Kedusha, this connection of Hashem being in Yerushalayim, the Shechina being in Yerushalayim is is missing. This is lacking over here. The revelation of the glory of Shemayim, that, that demonstrated itself in the base of Migdash, we do not have. That is missing. So it's true, we have many, many beautiful things in Yerushalayim, but the crown of Yerushalayim, the Shekhinah and the base of Migdash, is not there. And that's what we are mourning. B'kol yimos, hashona onum masichim as meinyonim It That's a very interesting insight. He says, during the year, we try to push it out of our mind. In other words, um, lots of unpleasant thoughts. We tend to, you know, we zone out. We we ignore them. So saying, during the year, we tend to remove our thoughts from this. During these days of Yemei HaMitzarim, it's an obligation. I'll call each one of us. A person has to put work into it. Really work hard to understand what is the inner meaning, what is the deeper meaning of Yerushalayim, what is the deeper meaning of the base of Mignesh, not just a building, right. you know, it's when, like I tell my students many times, you know, you get these uh, oriental uh, tourists come to Yerushalayim and they look at the wall, they go to they see the Lamarabi, the western wall and I can't imagine that they wouldn't be disappointed because you know, like when I went on a trip to Europe and they, they showed us a, um, a, a, you know, a fall, you know, a waterfall and the person next to me made the comment, right? And he says, I've seen Niagara Falls, this is nothing. You try, you're showing me a waterfall, I've been to Niagara Falls, it's so much more impressive, what, what is this? So same thing, you know, you have from the Orientals, you know, China, you, you're showing me a wall, China, they have the Great Wall of China. What? What, what is this wall? How does it compare? So uh, that's because they, they don't see, knows when we look at the coastal. Hopefully, we're looking at we're saying Zeshah Hashemayim. When uh, when Yaakov was in Yerushalayim, when he came to the mokum, he says, "This is the, right? This is the base Hashem, This is the gateway to Shemayim. It's not. It's not a, It's not just bricks. It's the, it's the opening to Shemayim." That's what we're supposed to see. They can't see it; they just see a wall. And therefore, when you go there and you see it, you, you walk away disappointed. How, how you know? Okay, we've seen you know we've seen old walls also. We've seen pyramids. We've seen a lot of things. What's so impressive about this? But to us, it's a whole different it's a whole different uh, world. We're seeing Ze'eshar Hashamayim, and we don't have it, and we're missing the base of That's that's the inner beauty of Yerushalayim. The base of Middash, the Shekinah shekhinah is there like the Medrash says the shekhinah left. why why do we go to the coast well, the is there the brings down the shekhinah never left but it's hidden it's hidden it's not in the open it's like i once heard a very beautiful uh you know metaphor you know like um when a mother you know when a child is you know playing in the house and sometimes you know they get a little rowdy so the mother says well no you know they, they chase them out of the house so they're playing in the backyard or whatever so the, the mother, you know, pull, pulls down the blinds, but she's always peeking through the blinds, you know, to keep her eye, you know, to keep her eye on the children that they should be safe. But the children don't see that, and it's not, you know, when things are good and the blinds are open, so then you can see the uh, the parent watching over the child. But when, you know, when the parent is uh, quote unquote punishing the child, so the child's outside and you know and the blinds are shut, so the parent is peeking through the blinds to see. But the child doesn't feel that. That's that's the idea over here. That, that you know we read in Shir Shirim, that the Shekhinah is there. It's makes its Minacharakim. That's where the Medrash brings down that the Shekhinah never left. It's peeking through the cracks, like the parent that's looking through the crack in the, in the in the you know in the blinds, watching over her children. But the children are not sensitive to that. So we don't have that. But when the Beis was there it was it was in the open, you could see you could see the relationship between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Jewish people. And that's what we are mourning over. So that's number one, that we are, we are we are mourning over the lack of kvod shemayim in the korban. There's an, an additional understanding. Besides the pain, in the mourning, I'll head there on the lack and the chissar and what's missing of kvod shemayim that we you don't see shemayim. Right? Well, what do you see in the, the Harabbas? You see a mask. That's what you see. That's what we see all the time, right? you see that. Etzem he adgar, The mourning itself is an objective. Va'aliyah <inaudible> Hashem. It's a way to... It's an uplifting and serving Hashem. How is that, he says? Shal yaday avilus If a person is truly feeling the loss, lahagia <inaudible> A person is capable... Of uplifting himself, shall El Hashem to come close to Hashem. That morning can bring a person close to Hashem. Um, if so, he says, Therefore, it's imperative upon us to learn this topic of Availus Anushalayim. So that's what we are going to hopefully do now in this piece. That, that that's how he's bringing up the. Uh, introduction, I was going to start going into it in uh, detail. Are there any questions on the introduction that he uh, brought down? Not, so then we will uh, continue with the piece. So he says like this, As chashivus mailas al-Yerushalayim umahusa The importance and the greatness of the morning of Nilmad we can learn, he says, mitok divrei we can learn from the words in the, of the Mesila Shesharim, Perak Yotes, in the 19th chapter, Mesila Shasharim, Shashayach Zos Lamailas Achasidus, When the Mesila Shasharim describes for us what it means to be a chosid, a true chosid. a while the Mesila is trying to describe to us the difference between a tzaddik and a chosid, so he says like this. He says, "At sadiq Amnam osa Hashem la kovoso. at fulfills Hashem's uh, expectations one hundred percent. That is what a tzadik does. He is looking. It's his, it, right. Uh, he does the desire of Hashem one hundred percent. The expectations that Hashem has. Mekayim mitzvos. He does mitzvahs." Monayas asum in he keeps himself away from averes. While yadeza and through this, koveyalo Es madrigasso Haruhanis, he has defined for himself his spiritual greatness. however, he says, a chosid, a chosid hamit chasedim kono, who does chasidus with his owner, ainah oved et Hashem, he's not serving Hashem kabel es He's not serving Hashem in order to create for himself his spiritual level. That's not what he's doing. He's not looking specifically to fulfill the mitzvahs in order to, write, to reach his level in spirituality. El poel, he's working vaosa, and he's doing it, 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 He wants to bring out kvod shemayim. It's like I, um, I once saw, you know. There's a very, very famous. I'll share with you boys a very famous introduction that the Chassam Sofer gives in his introduction to uh, Yeridaya. He says like this. I think it's a pusik in Yeshayahu and Navi. Avraham Avinu is the only one of the Avos is called Avraham Ohavi Ohavi, my beloved Avraham. And the Chassam Sofer says, why is that? Why is it that Avraham Avinu is called Ohavi? So he says like this, very, very fascinating idea. He says that Avraham Avinu had two choices. He could have sequestered himself. He could have, he could have put himself in a base of Medrash and become extremely connected to Hashem, worked on everything on his spirituality, etc. But he made a decision, he said, how is how am I going to make Hashem beloved to the world? I want to make that the world should love Hashem. So what Avram Avinu did was he um, he gave up of his own personal levels of ruchnias, what we're talking about over here. He gave up on a he was prepared to sacrifice his own levels of ruchnias in order to make Hashem beloved in the world. And some silver says that's why Avraham Avinu is called oh, my beloved. And Hashem paid back Avraham Avinu that he gave him all those levels that he was prepared to give up. He gave it to them as, as a present. In other words, for most people, they have to work at it to reach certain levels. And how they'll get there. But Avraham Avinu, because he, he loved Hashem to such an extent, he wanted to bring out quote Shemayim into the world that he was willing to give up on his own personal connection to Hashem in order to make Hashem beloved in the world. And therefore, uh, that's why Abraham Avinu is called Ohavi. That's some sofa over here. And um, he says, that is the difference between a tzaddik and a chosid. A tzaddik is someone who's looking to reach his level of ruchnias, whereas a chosid is looking to bring out quote shemayim in the world. Ah, he says, A kavona mitis, the true intention, ha matzuya b'chassidim, by chassidim, a who worked so hard, v'hi and they put so much effort, la to reach this, who shiya odem oved rak leman a shel ha yigdal v'yarbe. All he wants, this the whole objective." The whole mantra of a, of a chosid is someone that is working purely and exclusively that the quote Hashem should be brought further and more and more into this world. This happens after the love that he has for Hashem has become internalized. Again, like he says, the condition to be able to do this, Avas Hashem. This, he has to have this love for Hashem. But yeah, homemade. He has to have this dr- desire, like chemden, right? This, this this desire. the the drive, the taiva, godless to bring out the, the greatness of Hashem. in number two, And it pains him and it hurts the person. I'll call Shea Any diminution, any minimizing of the Kvot Shemayim in the world, hurts this person, it pains him. He wants it, and any le- lessening in it, any minimi- minimizing of it, is painful to this person. Saro Hayekhidi, is individual hurt. Kishiroa when he sees, mute Kvot Shemayim be-briya. This is a choset. Ki az ya'avod, And because this is this per, this this individual's outlook on life, then he is serving specifically for this objective, <speaking in Hebrew> at least from his perspective, from, from his object, from his you know from his standpoint, <speaking in Hebrew> I will do something that will bring out the, the, the glory of Hashem. If the if in the world it's all being destroyed, but I want to live a life of of rebuy That is my objective. That is my mission statement. is dovar. The beginning is what you Sido, At least by him, al yade shleimus By me, by this individual trying to to be a a, a Jew to its fullest, to be a maximum Jew. Yezgadel kvod shemaim will become the glory of Hashem increased. And then afterwards, Yisabish ukol shabneodem yu kmulkach. Okay. Then I'll look for everyone else. It's tire and it will hurt the person. It's Sanichal mashem amatem and will hurt how others are lacking in that. Foribik kvod shemaim. For kol shekain if he if this individual is somehow lacking even unintentionally or bonus or even out of his control or his, his personal weakness it's hard for him that he's not able to avoid sinning all the time see right that that hurts him he says hate bonus even if a person sins Totally out of his control, or he was just overwhelmed by his physical weakness. Upegiyav in some way he he dishonored Hashem. A ein ha shama even if it's not his guilt, the that her, that pains him. He begino there was a minimum. There's a minimizing of the quote Shemayim. He says How do we how would we want to understand this? He says la to a person shadocha vesamelech. Bonus if somebody so let's take a forget about the king, forget about the king for a minute, let's say accidentally you pushed your parent right you you tripped and you and you pushed your parent onto the floor uh, totally honest nothing how would you feel? how would you feel I' Hashem, you're not guilty uh, what did you want shamel so he's bringing it to the king but I'm just saying just think about it from our terms right to a parent whatever. Right how how would you uh, how could you feel you want to see the glory of the king, so it's tired, dumb,' mute, coach your mindfulness, even if things happen totally out of your control, that's something that would uh, be very devastating. right next to this, Hatani brings down the of the called. A Jew who's a true Torah Jew. You want to know that you want to get down to the true understanding of Torah. She, which is the Rotzen of Hashem. Torah is the Rotzen of Hashem, and you want to understand that to the to the best of your capabilities. Again, and then it hurts you, the code Hashem that's being minimized. Shell, which is the cover of the Jewish people as well, because the Jewish people are the barometer of quote Shemayim in the world. And to the extent that the Jewish people are being trampled on and to being disregarded, that is also bringing down the quote Shemayim as well, because the two go hand in hand. All these two go hand in hand. And then he says, You're looking for the honor of Yushalayim. Well, Beis Hamigdash, you're looking for the glory of the Beis while while Yeshua and the salvation to Tatsmiya B'Karov, which will happen, Valkinus Golis, and that the Golis will come back together. Mi'yad, immediately, listen to what he says, oh, a beautiful statement, this, this idea of the Mesiel Shisharim, immediately, Shoraru If a person has such a feeling, a Holy Spirit will come upon this person, Aye Hashem, where is Hashem Bekir Boas Ruach in this Holy Spirit? Ruach HaKodesh Hi HaMaila HaElyonah This is the highest level. The Seder HaMalos BeBryosad Rabbi Pinchas Ben-Yar Rabbi Pinchas ben gives us a whole um, what do you call it? A ladder, you know, steps and ways of coming close to Hashem. And the highest rung of that ladder that, that system of coming close to Hashem is Ruach HaKodesh. When a person has this feeling and he will reach the level of Ruach HaKodesh. This is what the Mishil Hashem is all built on. Right. And we'll finish up with this line over here. Like he says, es We see how critical it is. The Mayla Availus Yishalaim. Because once you've reached this, right, that uh, you're, you're you're looking forward for the glory of Yishalaim, you'll reach the level of Ruach Kodesh. You have to have that. Lacking not having that sensitivity will not enable you to have this level of, of ruchnias. A Jew who's looking to be maximum is it's mandatory that he have this sensitivity to, to be sensitive to lacking of Yerushalayim because through Yerushalayim that's how you get this greatness, you're going to get Ruach HaKodesh. Okay, so uh. We will adjourn over here with your permission. Any questions you have, we will continue with this. Yeah, goes on for a little bit over here. We will continue with this. Peace, Hashem. Uh,
1: tomorrow. Any? Uh, any have questions? a question. Is yes. Similar to uh, other um, things that we approach, like uh, particularly Shur, so we have you know, and each day as we get closer, you know, is it a, is a, an important day in and itself and things to keep in mind and getting closer. So similarly, does the three weeks have that where each day is identified as a certain day that we need to work on something to get um, closer to uh, a college You know, I,
0: I don't know. I'm not sure, Brian. In other words, like we mentioned before, there are different periods, like we said. Right. Besides that, I'm not, uh, I don't know. It could very well be. I'm, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not familiar with it. Uh, I yeah, I I just don't know. I haven't I'm seen just it. Curious. Yeah, I know. I, that it just, I
1: don't know. It just kind of uh, I think that in a way could help for some people. I know for myself, when you identify each day does a sort of accounting per se. Um, you know where you have something in mind each day as we approach Tisha above, right. That will help right. us get closer and you know work on ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Right. Um, You know, I I get, I mean, again, it would take, it would take work, which uh, I don't know about whatever. That's like Rabbi Miller would always say, when you say modim, he says, think of one thing that you'd want to thank Hashem for. Every day, think up a different thing. And a person come up, you know, with millions and millions of things how you can thank Hashem. Right. So... uh, uh, we could, to a certain extent, you know, each day try to focus in on one thing that we're missing because of the, you know, the Churban base what's missing in the world because of that. I'm sure, you know, there's so many things that we're lacking. I guess you
1: have that reminder every day when we say Carbonus, right? Right,
0: right. So uh, that, that you know, it, it wouldn't be overwhelmingly difficult, but it, it well, you know, that's what I might recommend. Think each day, right. you know, what, what's missing, you know, because we don't have Yerushalayim. Right. Okay. okay. It's Hashem, wow. we should only really hear uh, the Soros and the Yeshua B'Karov. Hashem.
2: Amen. Rabbi, thank you so much. I I, I really needed that because I was learning a piece of Torah and I was talking about Nebuchadnezzar and I was saying how how at, at, there was a moment where I guess he was a scribe for the king and, yeah. he, and he, he missed out on the opportunity to write something about uh, about the glory of of, of, of uh, Yerushalayim and I guess the king at the time and how it hurt him so much that he wasn't the scribe that he actually ran out to try to stop the scribe, I guess the, the, the messenger from sending out the scribe that somebody else wrote so he can write it and personally be, I guess, involved in that quote-unquote mitzvah. And in doing that, he said that there was like an angel or something that Blocked him from being able to, I guess, taking more steps in order to stop it, because otherwise the he would have been like, I guess, zochet to extreme extreme greatness, and I guess the the uh, I guess B'nai Yisrael as a whole would be shifted in, in I guess a negative way because of something positive that he did to to glory and Hashem, and I think what you were saying before about being a Hasidish to to, to be doing something. Sadiqim, it's one thing but to do it like i, I guess what, what brian was saying what to focus on and i guess what what you're saying now is basically being chasidus and being like what can we do what can i do kind of like abraham instead of being like me what can i do it's like what can i do to show other people right the glory of hashem and how amazing hashem is and i guess that's in doing that like i was trying to think myself like how do i how do I really show Hashem that I love him? I, I can dab it. I can do, but that's all like a lot of it's for me. I want to reach a level for myself to get higher. And I think what well, you, you kind of nailed it for me. Cause I was really thinking about it. Like, how do I do that? And I guess the answer really is to, to, to not focus on me, but to focus on the we, to focus on Klai Yisrael how can, and the world. And how can we create the world to, to, to appreciate and to see the glory of Hashem. So I I, I thank you so much for that. I really needed that. So thank
0: you. Great. Okay. We should all be matzliach in our search for great, rufnius, Okay. Have a great, have a great day, everyone. Okay. Take care.